Jones resets in the shotgun, gets the snap, hands it to Elliott, he goes sweeping to the left side, gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side, to the 50, goes Elliott, he's going to take it to the house, 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott, 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. My name is Nick. I'm your host. Today's going to be a fun show. We're going to go over the 2020 projected defensive depth chart. Very interesting, the defense. Seven starters off to the NFL. You have Chase Young to replace. Three of the four defensive linemen you have to replace. Three of the four defensive backs you have to replace. So that is going to be really interesting. But before we take a look at the defense, I want to real quick just say happy belated Nurses Day. Yesterday and Wednesday was National Nurses Day. My wife is a nurse, so I understand the demands that that job brings. So thank you, all you nurses out there. Okay, so now let's talk about the defense before we get into the actual depth chart. Just... Looking at the defense as a whole, have to replace seven starters, three guys up front, three guys in the defensive backfield. So it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of talent, but just not a lot of experience. Starting with the defensive tackles, Devon Hamilton, B.B. Landers have graduated. Askel Garrett and Tommy Togiai are probably going to be the two guys that are going to replace them, and it's going to be a heavy rotation. Antoine Jackson, he's a former five-star. He originally committed to Auburn, and then he transferred to Ohio State a few years ago. He's going to be in the rotation. Teron Vincent, I think he could be maybe a breakout star, former five-star, former number one defensive tackle coming out a couple years ago. So that that one's going to be real interesting. He's coming off of injury. He didn't play last year because of injury. Jerron Cage from Winton Woods, another four-star. He's going to be in the rotation. So I think the top two guys are going to be Haskell Garrett, Tommy Togiai, and, and, and Antoine Jackson, Teron Vincent. They're probably going to you know, rotate a little bit. And who knows, maybe one, one of those guys can emerge and maybe be one of the starters. But all of those guys, Haskell Garrett, Tommy Togiai, Antoine Jackson, and Teron Vincent, Jerron Cage, look for all those guys to be in the rotation. Now looking at the defensive ends, Jonathan Cooper, he's coming back. That's big that he decided to redshirt just as far as this year. So that's that would have been all four guys would have to replace, even though he didn't play a whole lot last year because of injury. It's still nice having him come back. And he's going to be the number one guy replacing Chase Young. Tyreek Smith, he could have a breakout year. He's real athletic off the edge. Uh, that's going to be interesting between him and Zach Harrison. You know, maybe battling out for that number two spot. But Zach Harrison's going to be right in the mix. He might be a breakout player. Tyler Friday's going to get on the field. He's a former four-star. Devontae Jean-Baptiste, he's a four-star. Real long, athletic, lean. He came in as an inside linebacker, I think, or a linebacker. And he has moved to the defensive end position. So he's going to be in the rotation. And really, you look as a whole, that defensive line is going to be one of the better ones in the country. On paper, it's really good. Uh, a lot of four- and five-star guys on it. So, really, no question there. I think it's going to be the backbone of the defense like it really has been for the last handful of years, even with having to replace three of the four guys on the line. 
Okay, so now moving on to the linebackers. Pete Warner, he's the best linebacker coming back. I think you could see what he could do last year, specifically against Penn State and Friar Muth, their tight end. He was one of the better tight ends in the country. And you could see Ohio State really trust Pete Warner in one-on-one situations. They put him, you know, in the slot against a tight end, a running back, or a receiver. He doesn't always win those battles, but he's played really well down the stretch. And tough Borland. Middle linebacker. If Pete's on the outside, Tough last year was up in the middle, but I think I've seen everything I needed to see out of Tough. I think he's a good situational player against the run. 10, 15 years ago, but it would have been a really, really, you know, all-American level type linebacker. I just don't think he has the speed. And I, I'm ready to see some of these younger guys. Justin Hilliard, a former five-star, got his sixth year of eligibility. He's dealt with a ton of injuries. I doubt he'll be a starter, but he's really he's going to be on the field. He's going to be in the rotation. He's a big-time special teams player, one of the more important special teams players. And Baron Browning, he's been playing on the inside. think they need to move him to the outside. I've been hearing some rumors that they're going to put him in some type of edge-rushing role, and I really hope they do that. The 2018 linebacker class, really good. Dallas Gant was a top 10 linebacker coming out, four-star recruit. Taraja Mitchell was the number two inside linebacker coming out. And Kavon Pope, another four-star, top 10 inside linebacker coming out. Those three guys uh, are really athletic. I've heard a lot of good things about those guys. So I wonder if it's time to get those young guys in. I really like Taraja Mitchell, so I would like to see – Pete on the outside, Browning on the other outside spot, and then Taraja Mitchell in the middle. I just say he's a a really athletic, explosive defensive player, and uh, I I would prefer to see Taraja Mitchell over Tuff Borland and just use Tuff Borland in some type of uh, situational short yardage package or something. So I think Pete Warner, Baron Browning, and Taraja Mitchell are going to be your three starting linebackers. Now, looking at the defensive backs, five guys are now not on the roster that were in the depth chart last year. So that's a big blow. Damon Arnett, Jeff Okuda, and Jordan Fuller obviously going off to the NFL. And then you have the two knuckleheads, Amir Reap and Jocelyn Went. Those guys we obviously don't need on the team for what they did. My brother played against Amir Reap. Amir was down at Colerain. My brother played for Mason. And I've heard from my dad and my brother that maybe some character issues with him, and it looks to be true. So anyways, those guys don't need to be on the team, but having said that, it is a depth, uh, a blow to the depth chart. And then the previous year, Brendan White and Isaiah Pryor have left. So that's seven guys uh, within the last you know couple of years that are no longer on the team. But Sean Wade coming back is absolutely huge. He's going to be probably the best defensive back in the country. He's very versatile. He came back because there's no film on him playing on the outside spot. And so I guess the feedback was was the NFL scouts wanted to see him playing on the outside in, in a shutdown type role. So I think that was a good move by him coming back. So I, I think that's a, a multi-million dollar business decision there. They were saying he potentially might have gotten in the first round if he came out, but I think now he's a lock to be right around the top ten. He, I think he's good. Like Jeff Okuda, he could be the first defensive back taken in the draft. And really, then the number two spot 
is going to be a battle. Tyreek Johnson, former five-star, he was a safety coming in. He's another versatile player. He can kind of move around. He's going to be in the mix. Cameron Brown, Marcus Williamson, Seven Banks. So that's going to be an interesting contest. All those guys are, are real fairly highly recruited. And we've seen before, it, it's uh, they, they don't call it, Ohio State doesn't call it DBU. They call it BIA, Best in America. And you look at it with Kerry Combs coming back. He recruited a lot of these guys. So uh, I think all of them. And you look what Ohio State's doing, putting defensive backs in the league. And a lot of these times, the guys, they struggle early, like Damon Arnett or Denzel Ward and Garyon Conley. A lot of these guys did struggle early on. It took them a little bit, a couple couple years to really kind of to, to master the position. And so I think maybe, who knows, I think there could be a breakout star this year. Any one of those guys, Tyreek Johnson, Cam Brown, Marcus Williamson, Seven Banks, uh, you know, all have potential, so just really lacking experience. But, again, on paper, really solid. So that'll be interesting how that translates to the field, but there's definitely guys there. And looking at the safety position, replacing Jordan Jordan Fuller is, is, a, is, a, is a big task. Josh Proctor's really good. He's really talented. He struggled a little bit in the Clemson game. But, again, just – Young with some inexperience, so hopefully he can take that next step. He's a hard-hitting physical safety, and the number two safety spot, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a battle between Marcus Hooker, who Malik Hooker's little brother, and Ronnie Hickman. So really, the, the we don't know. There's going to be a lot of battling going on, but Sean Wade, Josh Proctor, you can pretty much pencil those two in, and, I, I get, and the rest of them, it's going to be a lot of position battles. And the defense as a whole have to replace seven starters. So that's going to be a challenging task. But again, it's Ohio State. That's why you come to Ohio State. So all these guys are just waiting their turn. They all have aspirations to be in the NFL. It has the ability to be one of the best defenses in the country. Just not a lot of experience. So it's going to be really exciting to see. And my three, I only have three impact players. With the offense, I had six. Because of that lack of experience coming back, there's not as many impact players. I only have three. Sean Wade, he's my favorite player on the team. I think he's going to be the top corner in the country. Going to compete for the Thorpe Award, which goes to the top defensive back in the country. Jonathan Cooper, he's my other impact player. And then Pete Werner is my impact player. I think what he did against Friar Muth in the Penn State game last year, I think that made him a lot of money. And I'm starting to see a lot of NFL guys. Uh, he is climbing up their draft board. So good for him. And I think he's going to have a, a, a really a good kind of a breakout season this year, kind of putting it all together. So Pete Warner, Jonathan Cooper, and Sean Wade, those are my three impact players for the defense. All right, there you have it. That is the way too early 2020 projected depth chart. Before we wrap up here, thank you for all the listeners, everybody that's gone to the show's website, thebuckeyesportsblitz.podbean.com, and that have listened. Please like the show, follow the show, share it. My name is Nick. I'm your host. Thank you for listening. And we're do, I'm doing this on the fly, growing this, just kind of figuring it out as I'm doing it, and re, re, kind of revamping the website. Going to have more of a professional-looking website, and then some other things are to come. 
All right, as always, be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. <laughs>